Hello, pay pigs and prayer warriors alike. It's Kendall here. I just wanted to extend an apology. Last week, you might have noticed there was not an episode out. This was due to us both having mental health. That's literally it. We just both had a mental health moment and we needed a little break. But this week, as penance, we will be coming back with a two-parter. We will be uploading the Patreon episode as part two of this week. So you'll get a two-for-one episode this week. Um, So just be excited for that. And then next week, we will be going back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, I think next week we will be doing a bit on a certain group of shippers within the fanfic universe that everyone might know and hate. Um, so get excited for that. Um, and as always, um, please look at our Patreon, please check out our website, uh, big Sway universe at, um, big Sway universe dot neocities.org. Um, please check that out. We are so excited to get back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, and we apologized for last week. So please consider this a, a reward for being so patient with us. Um, thank you. Bye. This is a certified Big Soy Naturals classic. I have a competition. I don't want smoke. I just want smoke. I don't want smoke. I look like Jared Padalecki. I got them super naturals. So my value right now is zero. If you think about it, AI is actually the fastest path to communism. When I smoke the blue and I smoke the purple. Smoking on the blunt because I want to It's all so adorable, but you can't have it. Enforced farming is really not a vibe. <laughs> so the Norwegians have been talking. They've gotten back to uh-huh. us. That's and oh. and they've said, "Why are you in the philosophy category?" <laughs> they said, um, "You're number seven philosophy podcast in Norway, but why are you in the philosophy category?" <laughs> To which I say, you know, shut up, Scandinavians. Like, you <laughs> might be our number one fans at the moment, but that doesn't give you the right to question us. That's right. That's right. Why are we in the philosophy category? Mm, why are you, like, denying the intelligence of they, them, fans? Why are you so pale? Yeah. Why do you have like a list of notable Africans on your Wikipedia page and they're all football players? (laughs) Norway. (laughs) Figure yourself out before you ask us why are we in the philosophy category. Don't ask us if we're in there to do some algorithm hijacking. We are philosophers and we are doing philosophy at this very moment. That's right. (laughs) Those in glass fjords should not throw stones. <laughs> yeah, what kind of houses do they even live in in Norway? Probably something fake. Like little straw, like yeah, straw huts. Like like some Goldilocks-like <laughs> houses. <laughs> too hard, too soft. I feel like they've got bears there also. Norway. They definitely have bears, maybe. Yeah. Well, th- maybe they have like some other horrible animal. I know they definitely have ugly fish. <laughs> There's always oh, ugly fish in cold yeah, places. Yeah, no, they're eating the fish and they're hanging out with the bears and they live in, <laughs> in like straw houses. <laughs> Norwegians, 
you're on thin ice. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Big Soy Naturals. I'm Cerise. And I'm Kendall. Welcome. Hello. But, you know, I've been, I've been thinking, like, if we're philosophers, which we are, which mm-hmm. philosophers are we? And I, mm-hmm. I think I figured it out. You're, okay. you're Diogenes. Do you know who that is? Oh, I do. I do. Father of cynicism. Yes. Okay. I love that. So did you know that the word cynic comes from the Greek word cynikos, which means dog-like? Oh, hell yeah. That's why when you said feral. That, that you feel like a wet dog right now because you just got out the shower, I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> also, yes, everyone, imagine Kendall fresh out the shower. <laughs> imagine me fresh out of the shower, please. Do a POV. Looking like a dog. <laughs> if, you, if you do a POV uh, fanfic of me coming out of the shower looking – Straight up, like I like I just got out in a first like week. a dog. Please email us. Please email us at bigsoypodcast at gmail. Yeah, and I, and I'm not saying that Kendall looks like a dog in a way to be like derogatory. That's a co- no. it's a compliment. So please oh, yeah. imagine Kendall looking like a dog, mm-hmm. fresh yeah. out the shower in a sexy way. I mean, I love I love Diogenes. I mean, that guy was was. If we're talking about dogs, we're talking about the most feral man alive. <laughs> like truly pissed and shat and and jerked off on everything. He and I literally was man. like, he was literally jerking off on everything. His yeah. thing was like that he shat in the theater. He jacked <laughs> off in public. He like pointed at people exclusively with his middle finger. And I like that when I was reading about this, it was like he pointed at people with his middle finger and then the notes was like, which was considered ins- insulting at the time as if like... <laughs> <laughs> like it would also be considered insulting now, but thank you. Um, <laughs> and when he, I mean, he really said, "Filth are my politics. Filth is my life." Yeah, when he was asked kind of about why he is jacking off in public, he's like, "If only it were as easy to banish hunger by rubbing my belly," which doesn't it doesn't answer the question of why he's doing it, but he is explaining. <laughs> <laughs> I guess some of the the inner workings behind his behavior. Um, But I just feel like you're Diogenes because you don't really like grant your haters with the dignity of an audience. Like when you, um, I think purposefully bait people on TikTok, like tell me if I'm wrong, but I think that that you're trying to make them mad. And then they get mad at you and they're like, uh, can you debate me uh, on this? And then you just like say pee pee poo poo, like fuck you. (laughs) You are very stupid. The thing is, is that it's my problem with my TikTok commenters. Then, well, I have a lot of problems with them. We'll get to a full episode where I just complain about my TikTok. Yeah, we, we have an episode but, title in the drafts called, like, We're Getting Real Neurodivergent in Kendall's TikTok comment section. And it will mm-hmm. be exclusively devoted to being mean to your fans because I, yeah. I hate them. They are so my dumb. Number, my number one least favorite guy in there. Um, and it, and it's he's always there and he's very vocal and there are multiple of them 
and it's the guy that that follows me i check because they're being belligerent and so i'm like well, do you even like like why did you find this video and it turns out they follow me and they'll follow me they'll realize like oh this person is speaking with like authority in some way like they they are they firmly believe their opinions and they use a lot of big words like ridicule and i don't know fucking they're like, they're like more so, Kendall. If you had yeah. even thought about this, yeah. then then therefore and indubitably, and it follows that then, <laughs> but then you in fact are doing the very thing that you're complaining about. If which X, is never true. then Y. <laughs> yeah, it's always it's always very no you, but make it like if I could play devil's advocate for a second here, and I just I hate it so much, and it's just like it's it's very much. Like, I can tell what the vibe is, and it's immediately true to me that the vibe is, like, I see that you are a woman-coded person mm -hmm. who speaks with a form of intelligence, mm -hmm. and I want to, uh, that makes me feel bad, and I would like to question that and compete with that, and therefore, if I beat you in this, like, intellectual marketplace of ideas, therefore, I have, like, won some kind of battle. And so I just go like fart.biz, <laughs> like send all of your complaints there. I don't give a fuck. Like you're just playing 3D chess with yourself and jerking off into a cup. Like I don't give a fuck. And yeah. they'll, it's so <laughs> they'll 2015. So it's so 2015 with like the kind of misogyny that you're receiving where they're like, yeah. oh, like I'm going to explain something to you because I think that you're done. Like, aren't we over that? Like, it's boring it's, and it's always yeah, the same it's, very tired. it's always the same where it's like oh well if you did like yes you participate in society how curious Oof. i'm very intelligent like it's that yeah it's, they're just reciting that comic over and over well, again to me and i just when someone just finished like learning like rhetoric 101 um mm -hmm. and then they're like i'm gonna i'm gonna vanquish kendall in the debate because i'm going to throw my perfectly formulated logic 101 argument at them but like <laughs> haven't thought of the like the substance of the argument so it's just following oh, yeah. like the structure of what a good argument looks like but the mm -hmm. the interior of it is just like marshmallow fluff bullshit wrapped in like bacon honestly uh <laughs> yeah epic bacon yeah epic epic bacon <laughs> but it's it's like it's, the, it's like the game which we have now both yeah. lost by me oh bringing it up but it is like it's like the game where like you are already losing if you mm -hmm. are in the tiktok comments of someone else being like um um excuse me um you're wrong um debate me like you're already and you, the, you're already in there the laziest part is when i just start telling them like um like piss your pants uh i don't care they start going like Actually, you do care because you wanted to, like, engage with me. I'm like, is this engaging? <laughs> am I engaging you? Or am I just, like, fighting you because it's fun? Like, it seems like that's what I'm doing. Yeah. No, if they were um, smart, like us, they would do what we do when we see someone on TikTok that we don't like, which is send the video to each other and then, like, yes. bully in a private message with your friend. Because if yes, you're exactly. if you're already if you're in someone's comments, like you have lost because you're showing them yeah. that you care about what 
they think of your statement and you shouldn't care if you think that they're a dummy. And not only that, you're giving the impression to everyone else that you have no group chat. You have no group you chat. Have you have no, no friends. Person. You have no person that you can complain to in a graceful and dignified way. If we're if we're going for classically Abby standards, commenting on a video is not classy. <laughs> Sending it to your friends is very classy. You have to. You got to think about the platform that you're in. You're giving them those like crucial yeah. engagement metrics. Don't do that. Like, mm-hmm. if you think someone sucks, don't do that. Send the video to a friend, bully privately. If you're bullying them in their comments, that's boosting them in the algorithm. You don't want that. And this is why, why you other? are Diogenes. Oh, yeah. He says, dogs, other dogs I'm bite their enemies. People. I bite my friends to save them. Um, <laughs> And his uh, very <laughs> anime club. I know, and also like when um, he met Alexander the Great, who was apparently like a big fan of his, which I think also <laughs> speaks to like you know if he was on TikTok, Alexander the Great would be like Noah Beck or something, and he was so Noah ex- Beck's my fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So in this case, <laughs> Noah, like, Noah Beck probably has Let's seen talk. your videos, and he probably likes them. And Alexander was so excited <laughs> to meet Diogenes. He was like, I'm so excited to meet you. You're so famous. Is there anything I can do for you? And Diogenes says, yeah, get out of my sunlight. <laughs> and then Alexander's like still trying to compliment him. And he's like, well, if, if I were not me, if I were in Alexander the Great, I would wish to be you, Diogenes. And he said, yeah, if I were Diogenes, I would also wish to be Diogenes. <laughs> you're like, so valley girl. <laughs> like, you're blocking my sun. You're getting me in front of my tan. <laughs> and I feel like, like that's you. Where you're just, you're like, you're mean, but in a way that is very, like, tr- truthful, which is, I think, what makes your, Aww. like, meanness so cutting to the, to your worthy victims because like you're really like getting at something that is in in their core and it just like causes them to have a meltdown which is why they're Mm -hmm. constantly having meltdowns in your comment section over like anything because you know you're asking them like what is a man and they're like oh it's a featherless biped and then you just pluck a chicken and throw it at them and go behold like (laughs) here's your man fuck you I'm gonna jack off in public again (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as VP of the anime club, I can say that there have been many times where I've wanted to bite people mm-hmm. and Diogenes just did it. And I think that that I'm trying to like channel that when I when I tell a man who told like an aging man in my comments who told me like, good job, this is actually really smart. I uh, <laughs> respond to him and I go like, go pay your mortgage pay your alimony, get out of my face, <laughs> Gerald. I don't need you here. You don't need to tell me that I did a good job. I know you're blocking my son. <laughs> you're breathing my air. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> and I, I'm going to leave you with this final quote. I think you're going to like it. It's very Kendall, um, mm. where Diogenes was asked, you know, why are you called a dog? And he said, well, I fawn on those who give me anything. I yelp at those who refuse and I set my teeth (laughs) in rascals. 
okay, that that to me is the new we are the witches you could burn. <laughs> this is something I'm gonna print on a tote carry it around at the farmer's market. <laughs> yeah, don't let Etsy get a hold of Diogenes. <laughs> they don't know. Yeah. Is he the true feminista? Maybe. I mean, to me, like based on what I know about him, he was kind of like a woman. Yeah. If if woman Diogenes color. was like here with us right now, I think that Diogenes would be like they slash she, just like you. Ooh, yeah. I think I think they yeah they definitely would be. I'm getting that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a definite vibe. Uh- mm-hmm. <laughs> that like dirt bag. I feel like I feel like they would they would have like they would wear like exclusively dickies, like or and like have like m- like mushroom themed jewelry. Like I'm getting this like weird this like sort of menswear vibe like f- like butchy. So kind you're of describing yourself, which is yes. fine. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, if Diogenes was alive, like they'd be blonde, they'd be five two, <laughs> they'd um, be from Connecticut. Yeah. So so to me, so to me, Diogenes is like my Bella Swan, my self <laughs> I think we'd hang out. I think we'd be best buds. Oh, yeah. Well, do you think it would, like, cancel each other? Like, do you know anyone that's like you? Oh, I mean, Joan is like me. Hi, Joan. Hi, Joan. (laughs) Joan is very much like me, um, except Joan is a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. Um, I'm not like you. No. I would like to be. We are... We we overlap enough that we are very good friends. Yeah. But we are definitely not like each other. I would like to be like you. I think that you're really good at being assertive. I'm not quite there yet. I'm more of like a like a whispering under my breath kind of person. But I think that makes you more cutting, which is why I think you are Simone Wheel. It's not they, but that's Um, totally fine. Yeah, I'm Simone Bay. <laughs> but she's she's French, so you don't need to pronounce it like correctly. Yeah, you know, call her Simone yeah. Wheel, and that's fine too. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that that she is French. That does kind of uh, dock a point, but it comes back. You know, thanks. Um, I like her. I I would yeah. I accept this comparison because. Um, I used to read a lot of Simone Weil. I was like really, really into her when I was in college. And she's Jewish. And then she converted to Catholicism, which kind of makes her like me because I'm Jewish and I'm Catholic and I haven't converted to anything. But I'm, I'm looking for a third, not in that way. But I would like I would go muslim i think also if i could find a way to like i I just think it would be cool to have all three abrahamic faiths and then i and then i would start collecting others um Mm. but anyway simone vey the one thing about her that i really like is that she thinks that like giving herself and also other people attention (laughs) is literally the most godlike thing that you can do and like when someone is giving you attention, like that's like godlike, um, which I think is really cute. And she's got a good explanation for it because she's like, you know, the way that you love God is by praying to God. 
and attention is like the substance of prayer. Like that's what you're doing. So the best way to like be godlike in the world is by loving your neighbors by emptying themselves. So like just by oversharing and, um, you know, by asking your neighbor, like, what are you going through and listening to them talk? Like that's, that's when you're the most like God. And I think that that's nice. That's, that's so you too. First of all, like you're very empathetic. You're an extremely empathetic person. Um, You love attention. deserve it you deserve the attention that you get would you call um, me an empath i would call you an empath say more you know, i would call you an empath yes and yes <laughs> i more. would call you an empath um i think that um you have an ability to um you have like a mythic patience with people who definitely do not see you on the same level that you see them um and i think that that's um what makes you so like so much of an empath Aww. you know you can feel their feelings but they cannot feel yours i can feel their feelings sometimes i think honestly it just makes me feel a little bit insane when i see people like mucking around in the dirt um like the ideological dirt and like not living up to their full potential and instead just like well, I don't want to say like being like a pig because p- pigs are actually pretty smart and kind of cute and they're in the dirt on purpose. They're clean. They're in the mud and they know what they're doing in there. They want to be there. But a lot of these people on earth, they don't know that they're in the mud. <laughs> when I was like more of a Tumblr person, I used to try to like save the turfs and I would like, I would make like side accounts where I would just like repost um Andrea Dworkin quotes because I thought that that would be like enough to like let them think that I'm on their side but then I would send them messages and be like hey listen like what if you like read the books that you were quoting and maybe focused a little bit more on um like the feminism part that you think that you're doing and then also like what if you um were normal and you stopped hating trans people um what if what if you noticed that maybe misogyny like affects trans women just as much as it affects you if not more and it 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 rarely worked (laughs) but it it like did genuinely make me feel crazy to like see them behaving that way and I was like I have to save them um stop being nerds did not work but I think the problem with them that really got to me and still does is that they don't they don't read like they call themselves Mm -hmm radical feminists that's like the rf part of it but like they're not that familiar with actual radical feminism they know the like unhinged quotes from like germaine greer and like i don't know camille paglia maybe a little bit but like they they haven't even read those people's books they just know the quotes from them where they're like shitting on trans women but haven't like mm-hmm. engaged with the actual text that they're that they've written, and like some of those are not that good either. But like they're just, you know, they're they're just like coding over the the trans misogyny a little bit with a little bit of feminism, and it's barely that. They barely even read like the fiction, the feminist fiction they claim to read, like Handmaid's Tale, right? Or like even some Ursula K. Le Guin, like that's like the more Handmaid's about, like, Tale thing. Shit. The Handmaid's Tale thing is really wild to me because isn't that entirely a book about like what happens when you reduce women to their 
anatomy and reproductive capabilities. And when you declare people to not be women based on what their anatomy is, it just doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. And this is, I think, like what gets me is like I see this behavior and I'm like, this shit does not make sense. You could be better. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, let me, let me help you. Let me just show Mm -hmm. you how you're dumb. Mm -hmm. It does not work. It is not a good use of your time. I would not recommend anyone do it. Um, But that is, that is a thing I used to do on the internet. I think also her belief, like her beliefs in like God and mysticism, like her belief that attention brings you closer to God, I think is very in line with your politic I think it's very in line with the way that you uh, feel that like attention is not necessarily a currency, but like a divinity Um, that like learning is a divinity um, and it's a divine practice. And I think that that's like really something that um, I think is like, I don't know. I think it's, it's really admirable and it's something that like I would love to, I've told you this before, like I'd love to be more, of like a spiritual person and I'm trying to like work towards that but um I'm still very much in this like agnosticism like hole that I have to dig myself out of or the <laughs> well, you know, of the I can help I can help and I think by the time we're, we're on episode 100 that'll be like Kendall converts to you can choose yeah. Judaism, Judaism or the thing is is I don't want anyone to convert to Catholicism yeah like I'm only Catholic because I was raised that way but I I think that like and so it's just like the easiest way for me to interpret Christianity but I wouldn't become a Catholic no. because like ooh, you know like what are you what are you saying there that you want a monarch like Crusaders? it's just a, yeah ooh, it's not great yeah and when you're converting to Catholicism you have to go to school for a year mm. um and you have to do like ceremonies in front of the whole congregation where you like do all the little rituals in front of everyone and you have to do you know the Nicene Creed no I do not you would have to know the Nicene Creed Mm. and then you would have to recite it um, in front of the entire Catholic Church and you would you would have to have it memorized and not only would you have to recite it in front of the entire congregation but you would be saying in that moment that you literally believe it like that you believe every every single word in it which is that's a little bit frightening to me. <laughs> I also I have the Nicene Creed memorized, but again for like valid reasons, which is that I had to go to Catholic church like multiple like, times a week. It feels like you're getting the So terms I don't and I don't feel like I have to know all of it. It feels like you're signing up for like an account on like a website, you get the terms and conditions, but instead of like being able to just scroll past them, you have to read them and not only do you have to read them, you have to read them out loud to like your grandma. You have to read them out loud. And as you're reading them out loud, you are saying, like, I believe in this. I mean, that's literally how it starts is I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. And it's like, that's just a a lot to ask of a person. I would convert to Judaism if I were you. Mm. So I'll work on that episode 100. Maybe that's the next Patreon stretch goal is Kendall. (laughs) Kendall converts. Yeah. Um, If we and receive, be cool. if we receive a thousand dollars a month, I will convert. <laughs> I will convert. <laughs> to, to what? Do you um, do you have an idea I'm yet? St- not not yet. Um, I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, 
It doesn't have to be one of my two. You could yeah. pick, you could convert to something I'm just, else. I'm trying to think of one that would be funny but not insensitive, and I can't think of one. Mm. To say. <laughs> um, I think the answer to that is like Zoroastrianism. Mm, mm. Or what? What are those like? Who are those TikTok people that believe that they're like aliens, like in other bodies? Oh, they're not Scientologists. Stars, yes, star seed star seeds. people. I'll be a star seed. I don't want you to become that. You don't that's, want. Me- I think that that's no. Oh, you don't want me. To- I like. I want you to become something that I can support. <laughs> you don't want me you to know? get like, on I TikTok go to, and start talking. I want to go about, to temple with you. You don't want me to get on TikTok and start talking about how I can see different colors in past lives as like an alien named Sweet Talk on planet no. Mars. No. Aw. Oh, okay. But what if? What if? Since Neopets, as we're about to get into, yeah, we're yeah. talking about Neopets again. Fuck you, shut up. Um, we're not journalists. I was going to say we're journalists, but we're better than that. Anyway, what if you founded and then became a member of a new religion based off of, like, lost Neopets lore? Ooh. I would love to be, you know, I've always wanted to be a cult leader. Um, and I think this but would it be, could be like just a religion. It, it just be, it doesn't like, have religion. to be a cult. Well, I just but think about I like suppose, every online religion yeah. that started kind of ended in like, oh, this is like cult. You know, I feel like Neopets has like kind of Catholic vibes. It does because I think that you could make each Neopet like the patron saint of something, mm-hmm. and you could, which like Catholicism is kind of like animism, right? Yeah. You know, where it like borrows from a lot of like free christian religious traditions in order to like get people okay with celebrating and i feel like neopets could really have that where it's like each one like represents like a different thing neopets has all of these different holidays in it like feast days you could have like the feast of the chia where uh, to celebrate you watch Jake Paul music videos. See, I feel like it could almost be like like a pagan religion in the sense of like how many like days of harvest they have. Well, we don't say pagan. We say Mm -hmm. we say animism because pagan is kind of like um, I don't think a slur is the right word, but pagan is kind of what Christians it's like factually incorrect. Yeah, Yeah, like okay. Yeah, like, animism is just, like, the belief that, like, different, like, objects, places, creatures, they've all got their own, like, spiritual essence. And so, I love like, different kinds of, like, there are different kinds of, like, animism or, like, animist religions. Okay. Um, That would be what we would call pagan. But I think pagan, pagan is just, like, the, oh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, it's not a slur. Like slur is no. giving it a little bit too much weight, but but a little like a pejorative. Hmm, it's pejorative. Yeah, like that, a, Chris, a Christian a pejorative. Regardless, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that that's okay. what I was saying. I love like, learning. Neopets could fit into this. that. <laughs> Neopets <laughs> could be like it could be like like we took something of animism, but then we made it our we made it our own, a la Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Very much like Catholicism. I think mm-hmm. I would love to keep some of like the like gaudiness of like c- certain parts of like Catholic aesthetic. 
um, like like a lot of well, like they have old Advent. Cal- yeah, they do have Advent. I do love the idea of a Neopets Advent calendar. Um, I think that that's yeah, cute. and it, there's a lot of questions that that opens up. Like, <laughs> is there like a Neopets Jesus Christ? I mean, you could say that in most cartoon worlds, right? I mean, people talk about that with cars all the time because the car cars has a pope. So it's like, yeah, well, 9-11 happened in the Cars universe. Yes, 9-11 happened in the Cars universe. It happened. Well, I think we'll do an episode on just the different universes in which 9-11 happened and how I find it very unique that most universes now, COVID has not happened in any of them. Like 9-11 happened no. in so many TV universes, but, but they cannot make COVID. COVID did happen in the new Gossip Girl, which wow. actually opens up a lot of questions okay. for me because they're all supposed to be like 17. Mm. And they will talk about how like they spent the past year in lockdown. And then there are plot lines where like these teenage couples are like, oh, we're like we've been together for so long, like we're already tired of having sex with each other. And it's like, like, were you fucking in lockdown? Like <laughs> as teens? Like, how'd you make that happen? Like your parents are in that in the house with you. Well, I mean, they're rich parents. <laughs> they probably were just like, gave them a box of condoms. And we're like, I'd rather you do it in the house. And also they're rich. So like, why would they be like- um, Yeah, but they're still in the you. house because it's lockdown. It, I even yeah, just like how they how they get in there, like how they get into the house, and like how like, are they oh, having sex so often? And, pro- they, tea, and like I just I think it's it it opens more questions feel, than it I answers. Feel like they probably were like, oh, he's part of our bubble. You know how everyone was saying like, oh, it's like this person is in our. Like, oh, this is 18, my pod. Yeah, this is my pod. These eighteen people are in my bubble. These fifty people are in my bubble. Like I think I that's hated that because I didn't get invited. I didn't get invited to be in anyone's pod. Oh, that sucks. If you're from you Seattle and you're listening to this, just know that I I'm mad at you for not inviting me to be in your pod. I spent the whole time just in in my damn house talking to Kendall on the internet. So it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't that bad. But like, but it could have could have been a little bit better. I'm a pretty good cook. Yeah. Like, why didn't anyone invite me to be in their pod? I would have made you food. You have outfits. They could have. I have outfits. They could have turned on the outfits. I wore kind of the same sweater like every day. I was a little bit gross. I mean, I like I would wash it, but I just was not feeling the motivation to do outfits. You might have felt the motivation if there was a pod. If there was a pod, it's just, you know, like if, if a tree falls in the forest and no one gives it any attention, does it matter? And that is how I feel about outfits. If no one's going to see me, I don't believe in dressing up for yourself. <laughs> I dress up to get compliments. And and I was just in, in the house all day on Zoom, like head, head, neck up that's it i'm ready like maybe someone would see some clavicle so there's just no point in doing outfits it's it was awful oh that's so sad i feel invite me to your pod invite us to invite us to your pod uh at soy podcast at gmail.com and if you have a religion that you would like me to convert to after we get to a thousand dollars a month on patreon please please make your case for your religion in our email yeah, what what religion should Kendall convert yeah. to? And then I will convert to a third religion, yes. um, depending on which one Kendall converts to. 
I don't want to smoke. I just want to smoke. I don't want to smoke. I just want to smoke. So, Kendall, do you have a, a little Neopets update for us? I do, but first let's take a break because I have a giant sweater on and I need to take it off. Everyone, please imagine Kendall, (laughs) fresh out the shower, looking like a dog, taking off their sweater, maybe putting on something else. Maybe not, though. (laughs) Maybe naked. Whatever you said just now, I did not hear it because I (laughs) had my headphones off. (laughs) I was inviting our audience to imagine you taking off your sweater. Okay, okay. Um, Let me know what that was like in our email <laughs> please send me fan art of um what you, what, what you thought that looked like mm-hmm. please make sure it includes um me anthropomorphized whatever you think my first yeah like a dog yeah, like like that well, like a dog it's always the dog it's the, well, you the you have to be the dog because you're you're Diogenes. Oh, I am. Yeah. Make sure it's like a yeah. feral dog. Like I want it to have like rabies. Um, well, you're Diogenes, so <laughs> you know goes without saying. Please make us some um, Diogenes and Simone Vale. Vale. I said Vale. Like that's fucking. She's Colorado. French. It's okay. Um, please make us some ship art of the two of them please. I think I would love that. Yeah. You know, we keep asking ourselves, like, why are all of our listeners men? And then I'm telling them to, like, imagine you, like, <laughs> naked, fresh out the shower, like a dog. <laughs> and I'm, I'm maybe starting to understand why. I may cut this. I may not. Who knows? We'll see. Um, anyway, <laughs> we wanted to do a follow-up today um, about Neopets, because yeah, literally... Neopets Two days after we released that episode, um, the Neopets NFT drama, which we didn't really get into the, the episode, frankly, because it was very new and we don't know a lot about NFTs and we don't really care. I about know, NFTs. I know a little bit. A I'm little an bit. NFT expert. Oh, you are. <laughs> yeah. Let's, be, let's do a yeah. refresher on NFTs for the audience. NFT stands for Neopets. <laughs> Um, free. <laughs> um, tor- torrent. Very good. That is exactly and, what it stands for. And and so when you are doing an NFT, it's like you're torrenting something, but but through what is called the blockchain, mm-hmm. which involves plugging in many different computers and draining all of them of all of their energy all at once and then it puts it on the on the blockchain um somewhere and then and then um in the cloud a picture is printed out and that picture is the nft Mm. right right Yes. I was on a podcast about NFTs, actually, like as an expert, and oh. this is the sort of commentary that I offered up. <laughs> um, just imagine torrenting, is, but it's not free, and you have to buy yeah, it with imagine like Bitcoin. torrenting, but you pay so much so fake much money, money for it that you spend real money on. Yeah, a lot of real money. A lot of real money so, and a lot of fake money. Yeah. 
But the reason we did our Neopets episode was because of like the NFT drop that Neopets yeah. announced and it made us like interested in a little retrospective. But at the time, I believe the NFT like announcement from Neopets was only a few days old. It was only a few days and old. Not a lot of people knew a lot now, of the details about it, including like people on the platform of Neopets. A lot of them were very upset. Um, and this is like very in line with like the history of Neopets. They just, they, they change a lot of ownership. They, um, it like switches hands a lot and no one knows what to do with it because it is not meant to be a thing that makes profit. Um, and it's meant to be a thing that people have fun with and do fun things with and is community driven. Um, so the community of Neopets was very, very upset about this. Um, and I'm going to be reading a a post from the tumblr user the pavi we haven't looked into every single thing about this so please take it with a grain of salt but um based on everything i'm seeing on the r slash neopets subreddit if you go there right now which um, is a very reputable source very reputable source for like who like especially for what the user base is feeling right now what they're doing um it it's pretty in line with what this post is saying um, so like none of this is like primary source stuff, but it is all kind of conglomerated into one place. And so I'm just going to read the post out to you. <clears throat> to anybody not in the Neopets community, y'all are missing the craziest hobby drama right now. Basically, the TLDR is that Neopets' parent company, this is Jumpstart, uh, announced that Neopets would be releasing thousands of NFTs uh, without even telling the actual staff team responsible for the Neopets site. They literally initially state that they think the NFT announcement is a scam. Once it comes into light that it is not a scam, Neopets users very, very loudly protest this and vocally state that they are against this decision, which goes completely ignored. More details pop up and the whole thing starts to look really suspicious. The NFTs are going to be produced and managed by... via a third party company uh, that just popped up about a month ago. They are affiliated with uh, Neopets' parent company in nebulous and strange ways that, according to a lot of people on the uh, subreddit, reads as money laundering. They run an official Neopets Metaverse Discord where words like gay is auto-banned, but a bot but eh, sorry they run an official neopets metaverse discord where the word gay is auto banned by a bot but the word i'll see if i'll bleep this out or not um gets thrown around as well as alleged racism and transphobia in that discord that goes unmoderated when people in the server complain about this one of the mods starts spewing insane nft bro accusations that the people complaining are just trying to spread spread anti-NFT propaganda or something. Later, it's revealed that the NFTs themselves are made using stolen slash uncredited assets from a Neopets fan site. This is revealed because they don't even bother to fix a visual glitch that is unique to that site. I assume this means a watermark, but I'm not really sure. Um, They refuse to address this or give credit when it's pointed out. So they aren't just taking assets without acknowledgement, but this means they cannot even produce their own damn art for the thing. <laughs> Sorry, just what I think is so funny about this is that everyone complains that NFTs are just right-click save. 
Like you can just take the image. You don't need to buy it if they're already putting it out for display. Um, and they quite literally stole images by right clicking and saving and then making them into NFTs. Yeah, and selling them for like $2,000. And selling them for like $2,000. Um, so then NFT bros uh, started joining Neopets and hacking and buying old accounts to act like longtime awesome. players in support of NFTs. Actual users start protesting with log off days. Um, just like boycott days, unsubscribing from premium memberships, uh, sending anti-NFT art to the art gallery, which I assume just means like MS Paint drawings of shitty Neopets or like pictures of dicks. The art gallery is serious. The art gallery yeah. is serious because they have they have like competitions every week oh. and um, it's like community oh, wow. voted for who Ugh. has the best art. It's so, it's so cool, Neopets although, you so know, good. like they're ruining it. They're it was so it. good for such a long time. The 9-11 art from the week of 9-11 <laughs> on the Neopets Art Gallery is some of my favorite, like, historical relics from that era. Um, <laughs> like, people were, like, MS Paint drawing their Neopet, like, crying, being like, oh, so sad, America. <laughs> um, <laughs> sketchy Neopets Metaverse Twitter... And this is the one we're going to post because um, I think there's still some screenshots left of when they of when they did this. They start promoing not safe for work slash like 18 plus NFT projects. They start posting Ugh. 4chan tier NFT bro Wojak memes. Like Yeah, I saw that. I reposted that to our um, our own Twitter account where they yeah, they, they did like a little meme of like. Um, people don't really understand how cool NFTs are. They think it's just saving a JPEG, but they've never thought about how they can make money off of it. It's, don't you think about the profit? <laughs> and Yeah, don't you think about the profit incentive? Why are you farming with no profit incentive? It's really funny because I, the, the 18 plus or like the not safe for work art is like really, really funny to me because I was saying last um neopet episode that like i don't think that um people were ever really that horny on no. there like you'd think it would cultivate like a furry base but i think because they were your pets and you were not the pet it just like it didn't happen that way so i don't know who the base is for the horny neopets art i i don't either i feel like it must be a small minority or whoever is this third party company who seems to be some kind of like 4chan chud um seems yeah, to think that that was the translation like fortune people love to be horny for stuff i mean that was how the whole brony fandom even started was like they were thinking it would be like haha funny to get into the pony show mm -hmm. we're gonna do a brony episode we will do a brony episode point. you're not ready for it but they just they do love to be they love to be horny mm -hmm. for like unusual things yeah so i could see i guess them becoming horny for neopets but i'm very disturbed thinking about it don't fuck as we talk that's not what they're yeah for. i mean it, the thing is is that the neopets was always a site that was considered family friendly even when it was like just a bunch of college kids like there were there were times where like you couldn't say like oh our neopets are married that was like cons there were there were like times on the site during certain points of ownership where that was considered inappropriate 
Yeah, like, the um, like the flagging system that would um, change things if you said a bad word would change sexy to stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. But it was just yeah. <laughs> But yeah, even even when it was for college students, like the idea was that it was like a place to hang out to get away from like the perils of the world. So it was always supposed to be like PG-13, if not PG. Yeah, yeah. It was very much like PG, maybe sometimes with a slight PG-13 edge when it came to the forums. Um, But like, yeah, it was it was unlike a lot of their predecessors like Club Penguin, Habbo Hotel, where like, yes, you couldn't swear, but there were easy ways to get around things so that you could just have cyber sex. Um, <laughs> Doesn't predecessor mean that it came before? Oh. Wouldn't they be their Whoops. successors? Yes, successors. Sorry, not successors. to be like a pedant. No, no it's but... fine. I, I, You need to be a pedant now so that later our male audience isn't a pedant to me later. That's right. I'm being yeah. I, I'm kind of like a man. Yeah. I'm kind of like a man because I um, have three copies of Infinite Jest on my shelf. You do. That's not yeah. A joke. So, and I don't have a bed frame still. Oh. So I'm kind of like a man. Um, bed frames are expensive. Give us more money on um, our Patreon so that Cerise can yeah, get a Yeah. So bed number frame. one stretch goal: I get lip injections. <laughs> number two. I get a bed frame. <laughs> Number three, Kendall converts to a yet to be decided religion. Um, okay, and then at some point, like the money goes into the the podcast so, um, and like gets us equipment, the, but that's only after our our needs are. So met. the final thing that they did most recently, um, the Neopets Metaverse announces their end goal plans for the Neopets NFT project, which was an entirely pay-to-play version of the site. That means not even a point of free access to begin with from the jump. You will you will pay to play entirely. Um, and where everything you do in this pay-to-play game is powered by cryptocurrency microtransactions. <laughs> to make matters worse, this announcement reveals that the third-party uh, company does not know a single thing about Neopets and describes the pay-to-play features that uh, literally are not a thing on the site. They describe them as if they already exist, which is just not true. There is a premium access membership that you can get, but it gives you very mild bonus features. Like, it's not, nothing about the site is pay-to-play. There are no microtransactions. That's not how it works. Um... Well, they don't mention a single aspect of the site that is, like, actually possible. Um, And alongside that, uh, the actual free-to-play Neopets website is currently almost, like, unplayable, like we said in our episode, because Flash has died. Um, It makes it look like Neopets is slowly being switched over from a free-to-play site. And then they'll just kill it. Like, so all of your history on that site, anything that happened there could be gone in like the next year is what they seem to be implying with this announcement. And they're it's going so to switch to a cryptocurrency microtransaction filled pay to play Neopet site. So the real kickers are this one uh, Neopets actually did cryptocurrency 
uh, project a few years ago, but the project like died out with a whimper and like never saw results. This is something um, I'm going to look a little more into after the episode is over. And I'm going to be linking to some sources on that in the comments, because I do want to find out more about this, about this previous project. Um, so a ton of people sunk their money into that project and it was apparently completely worthless. Now the NFTs that they generated, they're literally just randomly generated stock Neopets. That means like they don't, they're not Neopet. They're not like the fairy paintbrush Neopets. They're nothing that like even in game in the universe of the game with your Neo points would be considered expensive. They're just randomly generated Neopets. Uh, with thousands and thousands of like pet color clothing combinations to choose from and inevitably they all look like shit like you can't dress them up change their color or species or outfits or give them a name or care for them it's not a real neopet it's just a jpeg of a neopet once again that is just what an nft is it is just a jpeg whereas like the game itself allows you to do more like yes it's like a it's it's an early mmo there aren't a lot of like big features you can't just like walk around a world with your neopet yeah but it's still a lot more customizable than like a static nft (laughs) like and you can throw chia flower on your neopet and turn it into a completely different neopet yeah you can versus like your nft is it's just stuck you can take care of it that that was like a huge part of the fun Mm -hmm. of of neopets was how customizable your pet was exactly and all of the different things that you could do with it so i'm really like curious but in a way that i hope doesn't like actually come to fruition to see what a crypto microcurrency yeah like like what a like sorry microtransaction like what it would even look like but also imagine the just like rancid nasty fan base that's going to be on there because it's obviously not going to be the like remnants of who is left on neopets since they're pretty upset about it so it's going to be new people it's going to be like horny 4chan like finance bros guys on neopets like and they're and they're like oh i'm like generating income by playing neopets Mm -hmm. nasty it's nasty it's gross it's foul i hope that um if they do move to a pay-to-play site the hope from other at least people in the subreddit seems to be that hopefully the free-to-play site will just they'll just abandon it and it'll stay up and that maybe at some point someday someone who actually has love for the series can take over um and just like at least try to recover what is left of these like barren wastelands that we have um it's just it's really oh, really sad. i feel like this is the final nail in the it's, coffin it's very like, much a, it's a, it's it, very much a going false, to be like a comeback it's a false hope it's just a bunch of people in the subreddit just basically trying to be like well maybe this thing that i've i've poured my life into um and like my community into will hopefully can be salvaged in some way if we just make a big enough stink if we rise up in some way <laughs> but it just yeah, it's, they it's, don't care. it's just it just feels sad you know it's it's really sad it is sad. because like basically we, and we went through this in our episode you know um neopets has a long and sordid history of being something great that was constantly being taken over by people who a didn't know what it was or what was the appeal of it or 
what made it uh, important to people in like an emotional sense, and B uh, yeah. just wanted to well, suck like it dry. Capitalism. Yeah, I mean, capitalism is like inherently exploitative, mm-hmm. and I think that the only way to like exploit a community is you know you just like squeeze as much value as you can out of it which is what viacom did until there isn't anything left and then you discard it and then the next like person or entity whatever comes and picks it up and like squeezes that for all it all it's left if viacom was interested it really could have kept neopets on like the cutting edge of technology which it was in 2004 exactly but there's like no reason for capital to like want to maintain or better things that are already generating it like all of the income that it wants like for all the capitalists talk about innovation it's never about creativity for its own sake and always just about like what's going to generate more money so it is really sad and you know rest in peace rest in peace um maybe like instead of I don't know. Instead of trying to do a petition to save the site and petition some other company to take it over, I think that Neopets users need to do radical action and get get in there into the mainframe <laughs> and um, unplug yeah. it. I think that that's the best that any of us could do right now is just like issue that final death knell for Neopets before they turn it into a microtransaction website. Just make it fucking unusable for everyone. Yeah. Get get into the computer <laughs> and turn it off. Break up the code. Figure it out. Break up the code. Extinguish the firewalls. Just, just get in Here's there and the turn it off. If enough of you got together... You could you could turn this off, and it's a very it's and at this point it's pretty basic HTML. Yeah, they could they could turn off the computer. You could, you could probably you could turn it off, and then probably turn it back on again, in the sense that you could just you could make your oh, own version of Neopets. Restart. Yeah. yeah. Start over. Turn it off. Turn it back on again. <laughs> we know tech, <laughs> just like we know we NFTs. Do. I mean, I I um I'm a them in STEM, yeah. just like you. You literally are them in STEM. You're um, a, te- a tech worker in Ugh, a way. I hate it. I don't want to be a tech worker. Please give me money. On yes. Sorry. Big, re- big reveal. <laughs> Kendall. <laughs> Kendall's a nasty little tech bro. Ugh, it was an accident. I fell into it. <laughs> no excuses. <laughs> Rest in peace, Neopets. And may a thousand, Which is, may yeah. a thousand NFTs sing thee to thy rest. Um, yeah. Good night. Good night and good luck. Good and good you will luck. not probably go to heaven. You're probably going to go to purgatory. Yeah. I don't want smoke. I just want to smoke. I don't want smoke. I just want to smoke. On that note, um, we've taken a whole hour <laughs> before doing the thing that we were going to do. So I think what's probably going to happen dear listener, Mm -hmm. is that half of this is going to get turned in, we're going to move half of it into the into the Patreon, you can um, pay us money. And then that way, Kendall will convert to a religion. Mm -hmm. But what we're going to do, we asked you all 
for questions, for content, um, because we're tired of the TikTok um, relationship advice industrial complex. I think that we're better qualified mm-hmm. to give advice. Yes. And and so that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We're going to advise you all I think, on things. I think it's interesting how so much of the TikTok relationship advice, you know, it just revolves around like they go to they all go to therapy once. They scribble down the words trauma response, love language, and I don't know, bussy. And they call it a day <laughs> and they go home and they get on their little TikTok page and they recite those three words over and over again to a clamor of teens who need to know how to deal with their boyfriend who won't ask them to prom. And then um, they never call their therapist back again. And that's that's what I think. Um, TikTok advice, relationship advice. Yeah, they're like, We're not like that. My, ther- my therapist told me the other day that when your boyfriend doesn't text you back, so you send him 12 texts in a row in increasingly like more upset and like caps locked like language, um, and he still doesn't respond, and then it like throws you into um, a panic spiral. That's because you didn't get enough love as a child. Uh, because your parents were too busy watching Judge Judy, and I just thought that that was really and you were reading powerful. It just really made me think. Um, Kendall, what's your love language? What is my love language? Um, money. Um, that's not. That, that's I'm not kidding. really one of them. I'm kidding. But it, it's not real. I mean, that's a very glam demon answer. Yeah. Honestly, I'm a little bit surprised. No, I no, I was. I, that's not my real love language. I think my love language. What what I what I want to receive or what I want to give? Um, I think that you can answer this both ways yeah. if you want to. So if they're, if they're the love things. language that I love to do, I love to make people food. I do. I think it's like a really. I, that's I'm, not one of them. That that is like a that's my <laughs> love language. I like I like to cook for people. I like to um, share a meal with others. Um, that's something that I like, if I really care about you, that's something that I will do for you. Um, 100%. Uh, I think that that's something I really, really, um, consider like a really intimate act. Um, I don't know about like, what do you like to receive? What do I like to receive? Um, I, I'm not, I've, I like to receive like physical touch, I guess. Um, I'm a big hugger. I'm very much like, like, you know, like a, like a, like a lovely little guidance counselor that's just like, now I'm a hugger. Like that kind of like Midwestern mom type thing. I'm not a mom friend. That's gross. I'm not a mom friend. No, you are not the mom friend. Which is, I think, another reason why I didn't clock that you were older than me, because I just don't feel like it would be right for me to call you mommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not the mom friend. If anybody called me mommy, I would be very upset. Um, like, I know I want kids and I, I have a maternal instinct, but I don't have a maternal instinct towards my 20-something-year-old friends. That's not my that's not my gig. That's not my bag. I'm not the mom friend because I usually am the one that's like getting lost when I'm hanging out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like 
I need someone else to hold my hand and make sure that I'm walking in a straight line and like going to the right Bella place. Um, and like, yeah, like Bella <laughs> Swan, or like that I'm not like walking into traffic. So I just think that that kind of disqualifies me from being the the mom friend. But I'm nice. Um, you didn't ask, but yeah, my I was love about language. my love language is um both giving and receiving gifts which is one of the the standard love languages i didn't know we were going outside of the box i was going outside of the Um, box i'm different not like other girls etc etc yeah good for you (laughs) i like i i don't like some of the other ones like the the acts of service one Mm. Don't want that. I don't like it when people do stuff for me. Um, and I don't really want to do stuff for other people I don't like either. The like, I don't want to do your chores. I don't like the um, phrasing either. It's very like Salvation Army. Like, what am I in the military? Yeah. Oh, acts of service. Ew. Well, like, it's like, like coming over and like cleaning someone's house for them. I will do that, I guess, for you. Like if I if I need to, <laughs> if your house is gross. But that's it's not going to be top of my list for like how do I show my love to you is like doing doing your chores. And I don't really want anyone to do mine either because I can just do them myself. I really don't like um, other people touching my things. Um, and putting them into places because like once again well maybe they would be both of your things well, I just mean, at this like, point i'm a hottie with adhd and like if you put things in the wrong place in like a place that i don't know where it is i'm it's lost forever like don't no. don't do that kendall kendall this is an adhd behavior this is virgo behavior <laughs> i mean yeah probably <laughs> I really but I, I can like see how for you the two shit. things would meld into yeah that's very Virgo of you <laughs> but I can see how those two things would like meld into I grew one up, thing. I grew up with three um, younger siblings and when I got out of the house like literally everything became mine and I can't go back to it being like other people <laughs> even though I'm married I can't go back to like I'm allowed I share almost everything with my with my spouse but I don't I don't like sharing food. I don't like um, when people put dishes in the wrong place. Um, I'm just very yeah, particular. Yeah, this is Virgo, Virgo behavior. <laughs> um, because my ADHD combined with my Pisces son means that I don't even know what belongs to me. So I can't, I can't be bothered <laughs> to care what place it's in. <laughs> like, you could come to my house and rob me and I wouldn't notice. <laughs> You'd have to you'd have to take something really big, and even then, I I don't know if I would know. What do you think? I what's the biggest thing I think you think I could take without you noticing? Well, like not not a bed frame because okay. I don't have one of yeah. those. But I bet if you took a bed frame from me, I wouldn't notice that it was gone. <laughs> I'm just sitting. You're like I'm like oh can I can I go to the bathroom for like 45 minutes and I have like you hear power <laughs> drills and like. <laughs> Power tools. Yeah. I'm like what? I'm like throwing it out the window. Yeah. So I I came up with some hate languages also. Ooh. Um. You know, I'm just gonna read them. You tell me which one resonates with you. So okay. we've got acts of acts of disservice, um, which is so like, like maybe the opposite up? of doing a chore for someone. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> I think an act of disservice would probably be going to your house and like moving all of your stuff around just like slightly um <laughs> terrible like psychological time warfare. 
Okay. <laughs> Terrible time, which is the opposite of quality time. So that's when you <laughs> hang out with someone, but like for the purpose of like making them upset. Wake <laughs> <laughs> um, up, there's, there's a terrible time. It's time for a daily terrible time. That's what I say every time I log on to, to do this podcast. <laughs> Um, then there's gift retrieval. Oh, um, <laughs> nice. What, what's, what's wrong with gift? Oh, do I take it back? Gift, yeah, gift retrieval is more of like a long con because it has to start with you giving them a gift, but then once they've gotten used to it and they like it, you take it back. Um, then there's there's words of defamation. Okay. Um, which is you know like gossiping, spreading Ooh. misinformation. Mm-hmm. Um, saying rude things about them maybe to their face and also behind their back um and then the final thing is um you know the opposite of physical touch uh physical violence uh so just just fighting fighting them just throwing just throwing (laughs) okay so which one i mean which one are you do i do love lying and i love gossip but I kind of really love gift retrieval as like a long con, um, especially because every time I've lived with someone, and this includes like siblings, relationships, like I do this thing with the people I live with where I will give them a gift on holidays um, that I will definitely take and use myself. <laughs> this, inclu- this is mostly due to like, it's mostly about clothes. Um, I will give people clothes cute clothes that I will definitely take and wear um <laughs> I think so that's kind of its own form I think of that you're valid for that but I don't know if that's is that like how you express hate but that's not that's or not is hate. that just like exactly. you being a little bit confused as you're giving gifts to people <laughs> me being confused about the boundaries of the gift I I feel like you're a words of defamation. I do then. love I do like, love pissing people off. I think that that's fun. Yeah, to do online. I think like you know we said before like really good at like a cutting remark. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're very good at like bringing someone down to size. I think you're also fantastic at at gossip, Aww. which is a traditionally feminine activity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean that in a in a positive way. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> And <laughs> just normally we're engaging in misogyny, but this time I mean feminine positive. Um, and I think that you're just also good at it. Like you've got a really good way with words. So Aww. I think that words of defamation is probably your hate language. Mm-hmm. I think I think you're either a terrible time person or like a gossip person. I do think you love. Oh, you love- I I think I might be um, either terrible time or acts of disservice, because um, I've probably told you this before, but I can tell our wonderful audience mm-hmm. this. I love a revenge scheme. Um, there's there's honestly nothing more. <laughs> That, that I love than a revenge scheme. Um, I do have a Pisces sun, but I also have a Scorpio moon, so I can be powered off of spite alone Ooh. for months at a time. And once my friend had this boyfriend that was really awful to her, um, just a really rotten, terrible guy. And so when they broke up, I decided to make a Twitter profile 
where I only used MySpace era pictures of Lana Del Rey as my profile pictures. And I followed like a smattering of people to make the account look legit. And I started tweeting things and then I followed him and then I slid into his DMs and I like became friends with him. And I knew all these things about him because my friend had dated him. So I like knew exactly what to do to make him feel like really seen um, and understood. (laughs) And so then of course he like, he fell in love with me. Um, as MySpace era Lana Del Rey. And he was like, we need to like, we need to get together. And I'm like, I know, I know, but I'm stuck in Ohio. Um, and I can't get Ohio. you. I don't have a car. <laughs> well, I tried to think of a place because he was in New Jersey mm-hmm. where my friend is from. So I tried to think of a place that you could like feasibly drive to from New Jersey, but would be um, a pain to get there. And that was because the final part of my revenge scheme was when we were going to meet up in Ohio and he got us a hotel room and he drove to Ohio where I didn't show up. And because, you know, Ohio's like kind of far. It's like a, it's like a seven or eight hour drive. Like it's possible to get there via car, but you're not going to turn around and go back. So he just had to hang out I don't want to smoke, I just want to smoke. I don't want to smoke, I just want to smoke. So he had to spend um, the rest of his time in Ohio um, before, you know, he was there for like a day or two before giving up and driving back. But I kept up communication with him during that time. Like I invented an excuse. I had like a personal emergency or something. Oh, you so went in like, for I'm the so real. I'm so sorry, babe. Like we should try again. Um, and he had to, you know, like, <laughs> scheme and like get another like weekend and a couple days off from work so that he could make this trip to Ohio happen and then he drove to Ohio again and I didn't show up again (laughs) I'm calling me from catfish this is like a full catfish story yeah I know it took me it took me like seven months and I was talking to this boy like every day but I just needed him to learn that this is what happens when you are shitty to people and you are treating them in a disrespectful way and you break their hearts on purpose. And now you will never do that to any of my friends ever again. <laughs> and he is still so sad. I see his tweets every so often. Like he has not recovered because he has not felt like seen like that since then. Wait, because did you path. did you reveal that to no. him? Was there a gra- oh, so it's just like she... she so MySpace Lana just disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah. Well, okay. after, after I didn't show up the second time, I was just like, yeah, I'm really sorry. Like, I don't think that I'm ready for a relationship right now. I just don't think that I can make this work. I'm sorry. And like, I crafted this apology in such a way that he had to be like, no, like, I'm sorry. And I was like, I got, I got you. He was Ugh. a really awful person. Like, I don't want oh, I believe in you. the story to feel any sympathy for him. I'm not going to list the things that he did, but just know that he he deserved everything that happened to him, and he deserves more bad things to happen to him. And um, I think that that's why my hate <laughs> language is terrible time or acts of disservice. I'm not sure what category that would fall into because I was, in a way, spending time with him. I think that falls under terrible time, um, only because you've crafted such a such a specific type of quality time 
that is just so <laughs> awful. And like, it's such a mind game, um, just an absolutely psychological minefield. Um, like, I have wow. a friend who's, um, well, I guess like now ex-partner um, had a boss that was really awful, who was like a, an internet celebrity. And so I just then started like bullying this person like in their Instagram comments, like every time they posted something. <laughs> <laughs> I just let them know how awful they were um, and that like they'll never be a real celebrity and that they'll always be on like the 17th page of GQ but they'll never be on the cover <laughs> the 17th page of GQ oh my god um, should we answer the questions that our yeah, uh, lovely answer, viewers like, gave us a few of them and then if you want to hear more you know, give us five dollars. Pay us. Pay us. Give Pay us money. Us. Kendall, especially Cerise. Read um, a question of your choice. Sure. Um, let me choose. Um, let's see. Um, how about? Okay. I just started a new job, and I'm the youngest person there. I want everyone to take me seriously and seem professional, but I don't know how to do that. How do I come off in a way that lets me get taken more seriously? That's a great so, question. It's a great question. We've both been there as um, young, sexy people in our 20s. A um, young we professional. Yeah, with round faces. I, I call me. <laughs> with um, round faces and huge tits, we've, we've both been the youngest person in the office. And it's hard. It is. Like, mm -hmm. I don't love being that. Like, and the thing is, is that like, even though I can't always tell everyone's ages at the office, they can always tell that I'm definitely the baby. And I absolutely hate it. Um, it's helped being married, I will say. That kind of gives you the air of like, um, oh, like I, I don't know, like that you pay a mortgage, that you like do, that you like... I don't know that you have kids somehow, even it, like regardless of how young you look, if you say I'm married, that gives you the illusion that like you like drive the kids to school in a minivan every day. Yeah, they you think you're like responsible. Femme coded and mm -hmm. then introduce yourself um, by like misses something. Mm -hmm. Like when people ask you for your name or when they say to you like, hello, Kendall, then mm -hmm. you can go, no, no, no. Call me Mrs. <laughs> Call me Mrs. Clothes. And, and that will let people know, first of all, that you're married. <laughs> and second of all, that you're kind of weird, which is which is yeah. my advice. And this is the advice that my dad gave to me my first day of kindergarten, um, which I think applies for the workforce because that was where he took the lesson from. So bear with me. That whenever he started a new job, he would pack with him in his lunchbox for the first day of work um, a whole potato and a raw, just like a you know regular tomato. And then when it was lunchtime, he would sit somewhere where everyone could see him and he would take out his tomato and eat it like an apple. And then he would take out his potato and do the same thing. And everyone would be looking at him and thinking, like, this guy is kind of a freak because he's eating food in an unexpected way. <laughs> and 
what that would mean is that people were intimidated enough that they wouldn't fuck with him because you might be inclined to like bully the weird kid if they're weird in like um like a vulnerable seeming way but if they're weird in a way that is like off-putting um and a little bit like disturbing then you will leave them alone um and i think that's what you should do if you're young in the workplaces you should be married be femme coded and um be weird and he, here's the thing what like i just want esti- to like just establish some notes with the married thing cuz you might be saying i don't have anyone to marry there's nobody here i have I, like you, like in a sense you're also asking me relationship advice in the follow up question and the thing is is that like what do we always say on this podcast lie lie all the time yeah. about literally everything come up with a guy make him in photoshop make like your dream man like when he calls, make it like a Vocaloid, like Chatsune Miku just calls you and says like, honey, when <laughs> the I kids need to be picked up from school. There is this girl that was so cool. I thought she was very cool then. And I think now she's even cooler where she was constantly having new boyfriends that she would tell us about and then would like tag them in to her post on Facebook and it would always just be like pictures of her but she would like push her bangs over her eyes a lot (laughs) and then she would like pretty poorly photoshop herself as herself into the pictures with those guys (laughs) and like then he would like comment on her posts and they were they would both be seen of course so they would be like xx like rar like I love you to write love on her arms, et cetera, et cetera. And then when I guess she was finished with with the, whatever that guy was, she would kill them off. Like she wouldn't have a breakup. She'd be like, <laughs> they died, died like tra- <laughs> tragically. <laughs> and would like come up with like a really like sad backstory for how they died. I know that one of them died in a plane crash um, <laughs> on his That's way. Like- way From too soon <laughs> if i'm if i'm reading the timeline right that's way too soon after 9-11 for a guy to be dying in a plane crash I mean, and that to be like, like i was a teenager yeah like a whole decade after 9-11 i when is it stopped being too soon i mean now kind of plane crash now is the time where it's been like a couple decades now so like crashed into the ground but mm-hmm. she would then like try to like tell the teachers that she needed to take off from school because she was like mourning her dead boyfriend and then like a week later she would be like I, I'm dating a new guy and it would just be her again with her bangs pushed over her eyes and so I think like in the workplace that's mm-hmm. what you should be doing yes and that yes. way if someone asks you out like say you know you've like built up this story of being married you're you know your missus whatever and you do find someone that you like a lot and you're like, oh no, like how do I get out of the lie of, of the fake marriage that I put them in? Just kill them off. And nothing will make you seem more mature than being a widow. Mm, yes, you have to be a widow. Like being, a- being married makes you an adult. Like being a widow makes you like a senior citizen. It makes you wise. It makes you wise. I would suggest showing up to work every day in like a morning veil for at least like three months. 
And you don't have to like keep crying hysterically or like take like a silk handkerchief. But I think the veil gives you like an air of mystery. It adds to Cerise's point about. <laughs> it adds to Cerise's point about um, being mysterious in the workplace enough so that people think you're a little psycho and like don't want to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. What are some other disturbing lunches that our friend here could take to <laughs> could take to work besides a tomato and a potato? That's a good question. A whole I, stick I mean, of I, butter. Oh yeah, a whole stick yeah. of butter is pretty gnarly. Yeah, you would, I would not want to talk to someone that does that. I think mm-hmm. this would be less like disturbing and more like I would be really impressed, but in a way that would make me want to keep my distance. Is if someone just ate like a whole loaf of bread with like mm. no like spreads or anything on it and also like not with like a knife or anything but they're yeah. just, like, going into it because I'd be like oh this person can like hold a lot of carb down that's pretty impressive <laughs> but also like the way that they're doing it is unexpected and it's animalistic a little bit, yeah a little bit frightening a little bit wild and crazy yeah. um yeah so do that <laughs> and get back to us let us know how that works um, <laughs> The next question that we have is, I fucked up and fell in love with a wise man. He's very smart and knows a lot about politics and philosophy, and I learn a lot from talking to him. But he never picks up the check when we get dinner, and I found out that he refuses to have a job on principle because he doesn't support having capitalist values. He says that teaching others like myself is his work, and I can support his vocation by providing for him. What do I do? <laughs> okay, so initially initially when this post started out, I saw wise man, knows a lot about politics. I thought they were talking about Ben Shapiro, but obviously they are not because because um they both have animals going crazy. Um <laughs> obviously they're not because he's refusing to pick up the check because he doesn't support capitalist values. So I would say, I think you need to find him an outlet for all of these like big feelings that he's having, you know, about not wanting to teach others. It's like- No, he, he wants to teach others. Yeah. He doesn't want to get a job. He thinks that his vocation is teaching others. And I think I, I have the solution, mm-hmm. but- I, I think mean, we both have- doing, yeah. We might I be think- on the same path here. Yeah. Get this get this man a microphone. Yes. He needs to start podcasting. He needs to start podcasting. A Twitch streamer, depending on how pretty he is. And mm-hmm. I think that is really the perfect, as you say, vocation for someone with these tendencies, someone who doesn't want to work but wants to teach <laughs> and is and says that working is um indicative of capitalist values that's Mm -hmm. someone that's going to be very successful as a podcaster as a male politics if he's open to it i would say even give him some like ideas to jump off of you know complain about aoc um talk about starting a hostel um or like a commune but like never actually go into what that means to do that because that requires work a free one for him that you can give him um for his first episode it's just an idea he needs to flesh it out sexual mutual aid Mm -hmm. what does that mean 
have him answer that question. Episode yeah. one. Um, who do you think he should say that he reads? I'm not saying he does read, but like he definitely needs to have some like inspirations to pull from. And who, who do you think that should be? I'm thinking definitely Zizek. Yeah. Um, that's one. Because uh, they the, the the men they love Zizek they love that he loves Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I think that we need they love his whole movie thing. We need huh? a man that reads Camille Paglia. We've mm. got women that read Camille Paglia, but we don't have a man who is like a male who is annoying and reads Camille Paglia away. <laughs> we don't have an annoying man who reads Camille specifically. Yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah, and I think. Also, like maybe he could dabble in some Foucault, um, Ooh, and that, yes. that would be like his like more um, legit theory bona fides. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, are you familiar with George Chikorella Maher? Maher, I'm not. Whatever? Okay, he was the Henlo New York City guy, but he's also a writer. Um, I've not read any of his books, but that's I mean that's exactly why I would listen to this man's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think that this this is a man that would be really successful. Yeah. Who if is pretty, if he's pretty, yeah. then he should get a twitch. But if he's just like okay looking, yeah, um, then then probably podcast. Um, which if is he's on not Twitch, at all indicative of our appearances. We're mm-hmm. no. we could be on Twitch if we wanted to, but we don't support Amazon. Um, I will probably be back on Twitch. Soon you, though, I was gonna say, in like a not supporting Amazon sort of way. Yeah, um, but we're both pretty. But mm-hmm. if he, if if he is not pretty, then he should just exclusively podcast, and that'll be good yeah. for him. I think that would be good for him. Do you think who's the, like the questionable figure that he should like become friends with, or like take a picture having brunch with? Um, oh. That's a good question. Yeah. Well, I, I think that um, if your man is not in the DSA, mm-hmm. he should either join and then probably, like, dedicate a couple episodes to, like, why he joined the DSA in a way that, like, <laughs> gets really, like, vague. Like, very vague reasons for why he joined and, like, maybe, like, it's clear to a discerning listener that he only joined in order to, like, grow a podcast mm-hmm. audience. But if he is in the DSA right now, he should quit. Mm-hmm. And he should do a couple episodes on why he left that are also vague. Ooh. And, and then... so I think that would be the, that would be the controversial figure yeah. that he's friends with is if there's, if there's sort of, like, a DSA enemy. I'm not mm-hmm. super familiar with DSA lore. Um, but I'm sure that they have, I'm sure they have an enemy. I'm sure they have someone insufferable. Um, I was thinking like maybe after the DSA, he could take like a turn into like, um, unironically identifying himself as like a tanky, like saying like, oh, I am a tanky. Like, I think that that could be like a really like big twist, like a a good narrative arc, like a, like hero to villain kind of deal. When he's asked to define insufferable it, not, to insufferable. Yeah, when he's asked to define it, do not let him define it Don't. in any no, no terms because that will alienate his audience. Yes. So just keep it keep it vague. Let him do his teaching, and I think this will um, hopefully solve your problem of having a man that doesn't pick up the check, um, but allows him to keep doing what he wants to do and teach others. And I hope that that answered your question. 
Kendall, yeah. do you want to do one more? I will do one more. And I think this one kind of leans into what we were talking about with me being Diogenes. Um, my family keeps trying to trap me in political conversations, but I don't share any of the same beliefs as them. Then when I tell them what I think, they want to debate me. How do I alienate them politically so they'll never want to talk to me about politics ever again? This is like my bread and butter. Um. (laughs) Okay, I have an answer to this. I think it's going to be pretty different from yours. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, you know, what we're going to present to you, dear listener, are two wolves, two paths Mm -hmm. you can take. So I know that I said earlier that I don't support people converting to Catholicism. But I think in this instance, I will give you a pass. You should become Catholic, at least in name. You maybe don't need to genuinely convert, but you should memorize the Nicene Creed. (laughs) And this is what you can do. When your mom and dad or your brother or whoever is asking you, like, what do you think about the war on drugs? You say... I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of God, before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God. You just keep going. I I have the whole thing memorized, and there's like three more paragraphs in there. And that's how you answer literally every question that they ask you until they realize that you will not like give them an answer outside of your newly found dogmatic religious beliefs. We have Um, given the advice, become Catholic twice now. (laughs) (laughs) You just told me, I don't think you should be Catholic, but we're telling our poor listener, become Catholic. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's it's different for other people. I think it... I think it would make you worse, probably. Okay. I, and it would probably make them worse too. But this is this is but to this alienate is a tool. other people. Yeah. yeah. This is to alienate other people, and I just okay. can't think of anything more alienating than a Catholic convert. See, um, my advice. Yeah, just like just keep keep whipping that out um, until eventually you stop getting invited to family events altogether. See, like, see, yeah, my advice is to. Um, go the opposite direction, but more in terms of like control. Um, the way I think you control the conversation into never talking about it again is to become purely like surreal, like become a surreal person to talk to. And I don't mean in the sense of like, like don't do the whole like, Oh, QAnon murdering babies thing. I'm talking like, say that you believe that like HRH collection is like the second coming of Christ and is destined to be president and mean that when, when I say like, say that I don't mean in an ironic way. Don't put on the tone that I naturally have as a person of um, with sarcastic voice syndrome, really mean it with your full chest. Say things like, I don't know, um, uh, wearing socks um, and being blonde makes you a homosexual man. And that's bad. And say it over and over and over again until they finally realize, like, you will not give up your nonsensical point. Um, because if they're, if you think their point is nonsensical, you will only go deeper. You know? Like, just keep going deeper and deeper. 
into just completely nonsensical territory. Like, believe that dogs should be able to vote, say that um, there should be a tax credit for people who can play Wonderwall on the guitar, um, say that you believe that everyone is legally mandated to, I don't know, read Camille Paglia. Like, no, <laughs> do not. Do like, not read Camille Paglia. I read her last week and she fucking sucks. She sucks but this so is bad. that's the thing, isn't it? Alienating immediately, you're alienated, alienating. right? I if I believe alienated. that, if, yeah, if I would not want to talk to you anymore if you said uh-huh. that, would, exactly, that go, go full insufferable, like either become the fully insufferable leftist and like lean into the stereotypes that they believe about you that you're like a baby eating crazy bitch yeah a leftist (laughs) yeah you should actually in this moment self-identify as a leftist yeah like what does that mean just like pull some obscure shit out your ass Mm -hmm. yeah that'll really that's a real alienation right there it means sexual mutual aid yes talk about sexual mutual aid that's perfect. We will not do that. that. Figure that you will out not. for yourself. We will not. And you will not define that to them either. You will waffle on for hours. This is going to be one long filibuster for you, but in the end, they'll never talk to you again. One long filibuster of being absolutely nonsensical and Dadaist to your extended family. And I promise you, they will never invite you to a function. Yeah, Ever this again. is a great way for our white audiences, because I feel like white people are always talking about, like, what a traumatic time Thanksgiving is for them. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's a very, like, white liberal thing to be like, oh, like, I have to hang out with my racist family <laughs> on Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, and I, I never know exactly, like, what kind of reaction they want me to give to that. Um, I think that they want me to be like, oh, describe the racism. So that they can then, like, talk about what slurs their uncle says at the table and how it's, like, really hard for them to stay polite while also listening to their their uncle be racist. Um, But this is the solution. Like, if you hate it so much, like, ruin Thanksgiving to the point where no one even wants to spend time with your family again. Mm -hmm. Like, splinter splinter off the family at the Thanksgiving table. Divide the whole group all of your relationships, like your familiar relationships from you by talking about sexual mutual aid from the moment the first (laughs) dish is brought to the table. (laughs) Say it's even better if you can start this before they ask you questions. If you already know that this like phenomena is about to happen, like set the, the argument on your terms by being like, so mom and dad, what do you think of sexual mutual aid? Why haven't you thought about it? Ask them their thoughts on the death penalty and whether it should be replaced. Say everything. Every problem can be fixed with sexual mutual aid. Like every problem. Legalizing marijuana, sexual mutual aid. Uh, Israel, Palestine, sexual mutual aid. All of it. It's all sexual mutual aid. Honestly, I feel like that's Camille Paglia's thesis. (laughs) You read it, so you know. Yeah. It's true. If you want to hear more um, relationship (laughs) advice questions, you got to head on over to our little little Patreon. Give us $5. Mm -hmm. Um, We need 
$5 so that I can get lip injections so that Kendall could convert to a yet-to-be-named religion. And then after that, um, we're each going to buy like a slightly nicer microphone. Mm-hmm. We are. Patreon.com. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. We always forget to do this, but we should mm-hmm. do this. We have social media. We do. You should follow us on our social media because I know that you all are listening. We see those little listener stats. We know what's happening. And yet the follower counts, they're just not where they should be. They're not. The math isn't adding up. We're Big Soy Naturals on Twitter. We're Big Soy Naturals on Instagram. Kendall has a Twitter. I do. She Herzog which mm-hmm. is a fantastic Twitter handle. Thank you. I, too, have a Twitter. I'm commodify this, which is, it's I think, so good. If, yeah, if I, I can say it. so myself, it's also a fantastic Twitter handle. We have an email. You should send mm-hmm. us emails. We're bigsoypodcast at gmail.com. Send us fan art, not gross send fan art. Send us fan art. Send us gross fan art. I'd like to see. <laughs> <laughs> but it just put my, put my name in the subject header and say like this is gross and so i'll read it, and read it. for for a patreon bonus episode we will both look at very gross fan art if you send it if you send it to us I would like for fan fiction to be written yes about us. we would love but fan fiction please not fan fiction where me and kendall are dating yeah i don't I like that i think that the idea is gross but just like you're like a cousin to me mm-hmm yeah. Like like a cool cousin that I would like really want to be friends with that I would see at the family function and I'd be like, what the fuck are they going on about with this sexual mutual aid thing? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know them. Um, but not the kind of cousin that I would want to date. No. Um, that's that's not <laughs> Is there a cousin you want to date? No, I'm not Norwegian. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately we're gonna plummet in the nerve in in the on iTunes. <laughs> I want want our listeners to know that we're not going to just jump when you tell us to jump. Just because you're in Norway and you've made us the number seven podcast in Norway doesn't mean that I respect you. We're constantly fin-doming all of you. We we ask you to pay us. (laughs) Give us a reason to respect you by giving us $5. We're also top 10, top 10 philosophy podcasts in Ireland. We are. We love Ireland. I have nothing to say. say. I have nothing to say. Only good things. The the Norwegians, you're on on thin ice. Maybe if you followed me on Twitter, I would feel a little bit better about you. Mm -hmm. And that's that's all I have to say to you. Yeah. Oh, and we have a website. We have a website. Yeah, Big Soy Universe. Yeah, Big Soy Universe at uh, .neocities.com. It'll be linked in description oh it's dot org mm. of course because we're an organization yeah it will be linked in the, like the um it will be linked in the description eventually um we're going to be putting some uh merch out on um cerise's clout dynasty productions merch website um we will it's let gonna you happen know eventually it's gonna happen eventually we just have start to start up. yeah and get some designs out there um but yeah, start saving up your money. You see, you say that we're bad at intros. I think we're bad at outros. We are. We just, keep, we just keep it going. We're like, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> and then we're like, fuck you, Norway. It's a, um, it's a long phone call where I yeah. have a lot to say to you. You have a lot to say to me. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Why don't we just like stay on the phone and like listen to each other breathe <laughs> until we fall asleep? 
very long distance internet friendship of us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Good luck. Bye. Shut up. <laughs> I don't want smoke. I just want smoke. Cock is one of my favorite tastes. I don't want smoke. I just want to smoke. The American when I hit the pipe, I'm like Walter White. Not only smoke, that, I feel like the a ball smell amazing. Yeah, I like green because it makes me lean. And I smoke high because I'm blowing clouds. When I hit high, then it's time to smoke. They are dangerous people. Like, I cannot get it far enough down my throat to be satisfied. I don't want to smoke. I'm only satisfied when I feel those intense, powerful, salty, hot pumps of cum down my throat. I don't want to smoke. I just want to smoke. This is a certified Big Soy Naturals classic.